yeah, 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 life hack, yeah, yeah, Trey Coastal, yeah, I got the code like R1, R2, L1, L2, left down, right up, left down, right up, get choked. R1, R2, L1, L2, left down, right up, left down, right up, get your life up. R1, R2, L1, L2, left down, right up, left down, right up, get your life up. What's up, everyone? Welcome to episode 65 of I Am The Podcast Now, the conversational podcast where we talk about anything and everything, but mostly video games and music. I'm your host, Aldo, a.k.a. Bleak. Uh, with me today is none other none other than Kyle, a.k.a. Dadtron3030. Hey, way past millennium. Slash Grandpa Garp. Oh. We're without um, our two other main characters, um, Jay Rabbit and Dusty Surface. They have personal matters to attend to in their busy lives, um, but it's all good. We're here today. We also have um, producer Mike in the background uh, helping out with some, some audio stuff. He's there in the, in the void. <laughs> there he is. <laughs> um, so we're excited about this, uh, this month's episode. Happy New Year. It's January 2024. This time around, we're going to do something a little different. Normally, obviously, if you've been listening to this podcast and familiar with us, we talk about mostly video games, right? That's the focus of, of our show. This time around, uh, we decided to do something a lot different, something we haven't done before, um, but, but have been wanting to do it. We're actually going to focus on music. It's something that Kyle and I have been talking about for literally years now. I think every year we say, hey, let's do yeah. a podcast or let's do a music special or something. And it's just never happened. You know, it's been, we're busy. It's just kind of something we kept putting on the back burner. So finally, Kyle and I, you know, about a month or so ago, we're like, hey, let's finally do that music episode that we've been wanting to do. So Kyle was down. We're like, fuck it, let's do it. And uh, yeah, here we are. We're going to be sharing uh, some of our, our favorite music from last year, video game uh, and otherwise. But um, first, you know, just a little bit of context about why we've been wanting to do this. Um, music for, for Kyle and I specifically, you know, we, it's always been a, a huge part of our lives. And besides video games, also one of the main ways, uh, you know, we've connected since we were kids. I mean, we go back since elementary school. Yeah. And uh, so, yeah, it's been it's been, you know, just a, a staple in our in our friendship, our brotherhood. Yeah. So, um, yeah, we're just excited to, you know, we get excited talking about it sometimes. So we're excited to share, you know, with, with the two people that listen to this podcast. Hi, Adrian. <laughs> hey. um, so, yeah. Uh, and you know, it goes back for me since like I, I, I can't even music. There was like. As soon as I remember being conscious or, you know, being a, what is, what is it called? Sentient? I don't know what it is. When you're <laughs> yeah. Fully yeah. conscious as, a, as an adult or as a, not as an adult, like as a living being, there has always been music. Like I, that's one of the things that I've just always gravitated to. And like, I've just nonstop has always, you know, been into, have always, I have always been into. And, you know, for me, I, 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 I can't even pinpoint the first time I remember hearing music. I think it was it was definitely obviously in the 
you know, late 80s, early 90s. But I always remember my mom <clears throat> being really big into music. She listened to, you know, like hip hop, electronic music back then, um, you know, bass or not basic, but like all the, the Madonna and Tears for Fears and all that stuff. You know, she listened to everything, Nirvana. Um, and I just remember like being fascinated by the radio and listening to all kinds of different different music. Back then we had, you know, uh, boom boxes and I would spend a lot of my childhood just listening to stations like local barrier stations like Live 105 or, you know, 98.5 uh, 98 KOME, uh, <laughs> you know, 106 KMEO, still around, one of the last ones standing. 107, what was it? Well, 949 before 949, I forget. 107, I forget. Anyways, I remember 1077 The Bone, but now I can't. I, that, the Bone is still around, I think, is that. I can't remember what. 94.9 was before doesn't matter um i would now just record like on my boom box with my little tape cassette just record yeah. mixes with all the different songs and make sure i edited out all the commercials and i would just listen front to back like all the different genres of music man and you know i just remember um like some of the first albums i've ever bought were like the loonies i was like i think in fifth grade or something or even maybe even younger when i got um the beastie boys uh, licensed to ill you know, I got Tupac was like my favorite rapper growing up. I was, you know, a little kid in Tower Records sampling all the different <laughs> gangster rap in the, <laughs> in the little audio booths that you would have the big ass fucking domes above you with no uh, supervision, just listening to some weird shit. <laughs> so I think that really kind of molded my, you know, uh, taste for music. I literally listened to everything. And uh, I, I would say Kyle is one of the only other humans, probably the only human that listens yeah. to the same breadth and scope of music other than, you know, because most people maybe have like a handful of genres for Kyle and I, it's, it's countless genres and artists and what everything, you know? And so Kyle, and I would say Kyle is even deeper, like into music than I am. Cause this guy, you know, DJs and, and, you know, eats, sleeps and breathes music All day. a lot more than I do. So um, Kyle, what's, what's your, background on music what got you into it well it's pretty much the same as you um my mom and dad i guess they would they used to listen to like a lot of rock music you know and uh alternative and stuff like that and then once they divorced i remember my mom like started listening to more of like 80s bangers like queen and abba man that might be more than before the 80s i don't know um and she would always be just having all this kind of music and then then i started getting into my own taste of music where it's like at first i, I hated my mom's music i'm like ah, oh, music's stupid you know but it's something that i i like the sound of it rather i didn't like the song i liked just it so i started like i got a, i had a little am fm radio with a side scroller so i had to like slowly like go through the stations to find music and it's hard to pinpoint the exact song that i heard on the radio i want to say it, it might have been like maybe nirvana it's either nirvana or 311 it was one of them too yeah early 90s though and I was hooked and I listened to that song and then I listened to more music and it was just all that 90s music that had come out. 
and kind of got me into this rock rock scene thing, which I didn't know what it was. I just liked the sounds of it. Mm-hmm. Then we're scrolling through TV and we start to see that uh, Beavis and Butthead. So we start watching that and they start showing music oh, videos. Yep. Yeah. And that I, every, I was like, what channel is this? And then it started playing music in the morning when we'd wake up because Beavis and Butthead is on at night. We wake up, turn it on to see if we can catch Beavis and Butthead again. And it was, I, it was like, I think it was like a, a, an R&B video or something like that. And I was like, oh, that's interesting. You know, what is this? And as more music videos came out, I started like, okay, man, well, I really like System of a Down. I really like, um, you know, Pantera. I really like Slayer. I like all these, oh, all these yeah. metal bands. I was like, wow, these are, this is pretty rad. And uh, yeah, from then on, it was just anything that anything that sounded good. It started with metal and mm-hmm. just branched out. I started hearing indie and more softer alternative, and then I heard hip hop. I think, well, I'm not going to say the first time I heard hip hop was at your house because I, I remember Jeremy Wagner. Oh man, it was this it was this this kid that Corey was friends with. He gave us an ICP uh, cassette tape, and I I became an instant juggalo. Like I was a huge juggalo, but that was the first time I had heard rapping like that that I really liked. And when yeah. I went to go stay the night at your guys' house, I remember you guys kept playing West Side Connection over and over and over. Hell yeah, one of my favorite albums as a kid. It is. It, even even to this day, I, it's one of my, my top 25 albums for sure. West Side? <laughs> West Side. Bitch, you know the side. World motherfucking wide. Unquote. <laughs> Dude, it's like, I, I don't know, man. That's, that was great. So... Yeah, and that's that's pretty much just branched off, and and I'd always have a booklet of CDs on me at all times, and I'm talking like the big. To this day, fuck no, I would. Oh, oh. <laughs> no, no. I mean, oh yeah, back in the day, hell yeah, man. You put your day. stickers on them and customize a little booklet. Hell yeah, dude. And yeah, I've just constantly been involved in music, and and I started. DJing, watching people like dance to the music that I'm choosing, you know, playing and stuff. And it was pretty, pretty cool. So, oh, yeah, man. Hell yeah. Music is life. It is. And actually, I remember what I'm pretty sure I remember one of of my first recollections of hearing music was uh, Pump Up the Jam (laughs) by Technotronic, you know, Pump. Up the jam, but I remember that. Dun, dun, dun. You know how it starts. Dun, boom, boom, dun, 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 dun. As a kid, I was like, "Fuck, that goes, that goes hard." Being in the in the back seat, I was like four years old because that song came out in '89, so it was probably a jam for like a few years. I was probably like five or six, I don't know. And I remember hearing that on the car ride home at night, and you know, just like, just it, it was speaking to me. I'm like, "Fuck, this is sick," you know. Yeah. And later they had a Space Jam, and I was like, you know, then you. You know, now music is like everywhere, right? It's in soundtracks and all kinds of stuff. It, it just, uh, it's the fabric of life, pretty much. Pretty much, yeah. Everywhere, everywhere you go. Yes, sir. So, you know, now that we've established that we're want to be Frank, what's that one? <laughs> the uh, blogger dude that wrote Frank Delano, what's this guy's name? 
Oh, I know. I know. You, Anthony yeah, Fantano. YouTuber, Anthony Fantano. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> now that we've established that we're, you know, into music, music snobs. Uh, we're going to share some of uh, 2023's, some of our favorite music from 2023. We're going to talk about mostly stuff that came out last year, but we'll we'll probably reference stuff that ne- didn't necessarily come out last year that we just still listen to a lot. Um, we're going to start off talking about our favorite video game soundtracks since this is a video game podcast. So we'll we'll do uh, up front talking about some favorite songs or soundtracks. Kyle, I'm going to start off with you. Um, what is it? What's a what's a soundtrack from last year, video game wise, that you you liked? Uh, Cyberpunk, one hundred percent. I think all the music. On that Hell yeah! Amazing. All the original songs that were made by the bands. Mm hmm. The, all the synth wave that's just playing throughout the, the game is uh, amazing. It's a great soundtrack. I agree 100%. That's actually um, one of not so Cyberpunk, the original soundtrack is fucking sick. Like, I still listen, that, that came out in 2020. I still listen to it every now and then now. Um, but last year, Phantom Liberty came out and that had its own sound, soundtrack. And there's actually a song um, on there that I hella like, and it's it's one, it's crazy because there are songs like every song is pretty pretty dope, even if it's just like a side mission song or something, you know. <laughs> and from the um, from the expansion Phantom Liberty, um, even like their basic like fight music is is fucking goes hard. Um, oh, yeah. I'm, I'm actually gonna play one of the songs um here real quick Yeah, that that was that song uh, from from the Phantom Liberty is just like a a basic fight song. It's just a regular you know song if you get into a fight, and it's it's just a pretty sick ass song. Hell yeah, that's uh that's like it's got like a little mixture of like mid tempo and like some dark synth wave. Hey, mm-hmm. it's fucking mm-hmm. sick, dude. I like that. I yeah. shit like that gets me all jazzed up. It makes me feel like I'm in a hive city of war. Hell yeah. Warhammer. <laughs> Hell yeah. And uh, for me, part of the last year, I listened to a lot of cyberpunkish music, right? Like music that's, like you said, dark synth, sort of industrial, mm-hmm. kind of mm-hmm. moody, futuristic, instrumental almost like some of it kind because of, cyberpunk type music i don't know if there's a genre or what but it can be a, a lots of different things to me it's just music that sounds like it's futuristic something you would see in a cyberpunk uh movie any like you know whether it's uh but most of the time it's synthy right it's like very synthy. melodic and synthy very harsh and, like drums and percussions sounding metally yeah. kind of like yeah dude it's awesome yeah, so and some of the themes for my mute, like the song I'll be talking about, it has that sort of vibe that 
because that's a, a lot of what I listened to last year, just because I happened to be really into like futuristic shit last year, like um, movies and games and music that just had a, a futuristic vibe to it. Um, but yeah, any song that you want to share? Video game soundtrack, Kyle? Um, I guess it would be like um, I want to stay the night. Uh, I want to stay at your house tonight. Oh, fuck, I forgot hoes. Yeah, the, the that one's from the original. I think it was from the original Cyberpunk. Um, it was soundtrack it, and in Edge Runners, I think. Yeah, definitely, it was. Um, I, <clears throat> um, I didn't, I didn't get to play Phantom Liberty, but I, I heard a little bit of the soundtrack. But yeah, I think this this one was probably my favorite one. So yeah, that song for me has more like emotional ties because of the anime. And like when, you know, I, I don't want to spoil an anime for anybody that might potentially watch it, but you know, the end of the, the movie is real emotional, right? And like when they, when they play that song, it just, it just matches perfectly. So it, it definitely resonates more from watching that anime. And then, you know, inserting it into the game every time I play it. So, pretty nice. Yeah. That's Hell yeah, man. Soundtrack. Yeah. yeah. Um, I love that song too, man. And um, actually, that the name of a lot of the songs from the um, game are based off of missions in the game. So that song oh. is based off the the mission in the game where. Without too many spoilers, I mean, it's not really um, a mission that's... It's almost like a side mission. <laughs> it's the name of a ti the, the title of the mission where once, if you, in the game, if you develop a relationship with, a, with one of the characters, there's every couple of days they'll hit you up and say they want to they go over to your house or go over to your place or whatever. Like the title of that song. That's, that's, that's true. I didn't <laughs> notice yeah. that. Holy yeah. shit, that's crazy. I just yeah. did that mission too. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> a little, oh. um, a booty call. <laughs> yeah, dude. Okay. Sick. I'm on the right path then. <laughs> but, Just uh, wait for the breakup songs. Nah. Oh, yeah. Exactly. But Yeah, uh, yeah I, man. I just like the chords of that, you know, and her voice and just everything. Real. Oh, yeah. It's perfect. And fun for fact, sure. when, the, when, when Cyberpunk came out, all these bands had different names. Like the monikers, mm -hmm. so they have like they would have like an imaginary band name, and it would be them playing the song. Oh, so it was, yeah, it's kind of cool. They had their own little little thing. I I think it's still like that. I don't know. I definitely remember that. Hmm. But I always thought that was kind of cool. Yeah, and um, Edge Runners album actually, even though the anime came out, I think in twenty twenty two. The soundtrack itself wasn't officially released until 2023, 
and uh, that's a pretty good one too. I, I don't. It's not. I prefer the actual video game soundtrack more than than Edge Runner soundtrack, but it's Edge Runner is still good. And I especially like the intro song for Edge Runners, which is uh, Franz oh, yeah. Ferdinand, the this, this fire, and that's an Great. old song. I think that song came out like fuck early two thousands, didn't it? I don't think it yeah. was created for Edge Runners. They just use it, but it just fits so fucking good for the the theme song, the intro. It really does, and it it's nice to get taken back to that era of of like alternative and indie, where every song sounded like Franz Ferdinand or. The hives, or you know, stuff like that. Yeah, which I would never have thought of that genre or that type of music as sort of like cyberpunk or future music. But when you put it in that, you do kind of get that vibe or that feel. It's pretty sick. That's that's hella true. It it matches just so well. And yeah, yeah, I don't know, maybe guitars or something, but yeah, I think so. I think it's also like the bass for some reason. I don't know what it is, but. (laughs) <laughs> yeah but that definitely is that's another top contender for sure is that yeah. song yeah yeah um but. N- now i want to share a soundtrack or a, a song from a video game soundtrack from from a a game called pizza tower this this soundtrack this game is it's way fucking zany and goofy like it's nothing related to what we were just listening to, which is which is like really good music. Uh, but Pizza <laughs> Tower soundtrack. So Pizza Tower is a two D platformer that came out last year. It didn't get. It's like it's an indie game. Didn't get much hype. You know, you probably most people probably never heard of it. The only reason I found out about this was because there's actually another podcast that I listen to. I've been listening to for like ten years. It's called Rebel FM, and it's it's a video game podcast that that inspired. Um, me to kind of for how I sort of host this podcast and, and anyways they and they inspired me to do like the the music they do every year they do like a game soundtrack but they play two hours of video game soundtracks nonstop pretty much that's and actually I only listened to the a bit of it but I did hear uh, this song from their podcast so shout out to that podcast Rebel FM. And then I started, I went down a rabbit hole of listening to this entire soundtrack on Spotify. <laughs> and it's just so fucking weird, man. It's the game itself is inspired by like Sonic the Hedgehog. And it's like a 2D platformer in, in that sort of aesthetic. And I think the original video game that inspired this game was like Wario's, one of Wario's 2D platformer games. So the character looks a little bit like um, Wario, but the soundtrack is, is definitely like throwback early 90s video game vibe but with like uh i don't know it's like a pizza 90s pizza parlor sort of like feel to it like i don't know a round table little 2d platform or something it's it's pretty funny but i'm gonna play uh one of the songs here Yeah, dude, isn't that that song's just fucking <laughs> zany is the word I like to use. It's just I love the bass line because for me, 
I always bass is like the first instrument I, mm-hmm. I look for and just that funky sort of bass that they play it's just uh it's just a fun song oh absolutely i had i had all kinds of different emotions going through <laughs> first <laughs> i i don't know I immediately was taken back to like the sega genesis and super nintendo era games and and then i thought of uh what kicked in right when when the bass kicked in was uh streets of rage like it would be a bar level in the streets of rage Oh yeah, hell yeah! Good have that kind of like yeah. smooth vibe, like, hey, yeah, that's sick. That was a good song. I was chuckling the whole time. Yeah, oh yeah, man, it makes me smile listening to to that album. You should, if you have, I mean, you can find it on YouTube. Just listen to the soundtrack. There's one other song on there that's actually like a pretty good fucking song, and I'll I'll add it to um, the playlist that we're gonna create for this podcast. Um, so yeah, just just a fun time, and I love the little pizza, like pe- pizza, like Mario. It's like a like Italian, like the it, Mario's it, Italian uncle that makes pizza with like sweaty pit stains and <laughs> you know, like big old gut with hamburger on chest, like, <laughs> chest hair everywhere, gold chain. Yeah. Uh-huh. It's like knockoff, like Mario, you know, from Russia or something. I don't know, just so like. I imagine so I imagine funny. Carl from Aqua Team Hunger Force, like their neighbor, <laughs> the mustache. <laughs> yeah. Yes, but, sir. Yeah, man, that's a. I like I like I like songs like that. Soundtracks they're they're fun to listen to, especially when you need a little boost, pick me up. I'm always yeah, man. Smile. Any other uh, game soundtracks for you? Yeah, I. This is uh, this is not from this year because. But this is one of my like favorite ones. It's uh, from Bloodborne. Yeah, and they uh, just all the instruments. I think they had like I don't know the number, so it's like a hundred and something, maybe two hundred piece orchestra making their entire song. And uh, they're really famous out in London, I think. Mm-hmm. But yeah, man, like. Imagine what what do you when you hear that what do you think that song was from? Where is like in a part of a game where that song would be? Yeah, uh, you know it's the immediately I thought of like I thought of I thought of a movie and in the movie how there's either it can be anything in the game. I feel like it can be you're riding a horse through like a fucking really nice European forest. Yeah. Or there's like someone's like you know there's it's in a movie and there's like a slow mo and like someone's dying or something I don't know it's just like yeah. it's so epic you know it can be it it can be with any scene that's just a, an epic piece yeah and what it is is it's the beginning it's the start of the final boss so oh, it's just you're you're fa- you're you're fighting in this um, like giant field of white flowers mm-hmm. and yep. 
just spinning around you and like it, it's super intense fight he, he's the first hunter of the game and you know he's kind of been mentoring you the whole game and then fight him at the end and it's like he has three different parts so that's the first part of him and then uh, it kicks yeah. in a little heavier and then heavier as he gets gnarlier yeah. and gnarlier. so just yeah. it matches so perfect to the scene one of my favorite uh video game songs of all time as well nice nice yeah um I, i'm video games have really impressive scores sometimes that can rival movie soundtracks movie scores like i'm talking symphony and you know just really high quality music with violins and you know just orchestra status and you will be playing a game and you'll just be going through doing random ass little side missions or or again you know riding a horse through the landscape and you'll hear songs like that and you're like fuck like that just like you said, the the music when it hits in the, in the right moment in the game, it just elevates the, your experience in a game. Oh yeah, one hundred percent. And I feel like video game soundtracks are overlooked all the time in music. Like no one no one plays the game to listen to music. They play the game for the game. But and maybe you're playing with your friends, so you turn the the music down and the sound effects down, so you can't hear it, or you know, yeah. You're playing on a quiet TV or, or something. It's just I feel like it's not. It's it's super underrated in the movie that, in the music scene. Says the guy that when he's playing games, will <laughs> mute the game to listen to his own music. Yeah, I know. Sometimes, <laughs> sometimes, <laughs> mostly uh, for MMOs and like Call of Duty yeah, and stuff. Yeah. Or like uh, when when you play it. Fuck, what's that? Escape from Tarkov from us, and you want to hear that Russian industrial like metal. <laughs> <laughs> Even though that's sick ass, I, mean, I really like uh, Escape from Tarkov's music. But yeah, that 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 riff in the beginning is pretty sick. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, any other songs, soundtracks, video game wise from last year? No, I can't. I can't really think of any. Those are my my top two for sure. Yeah, yeah, same, same with me. So. I mean, I could go. I mean, I've got you know Elden Ring on there, um, Remnant Two, all all beautifully orchestrated music. So that's kind of what I like in mm-hmm. in video games is more of like orchestra stuff. Yeah. So anytime I hear a good orchestra, FromSoft, FromSoft games yeah. usually has phenomenal soundtracks. Definitely. But, the only other game I could do like an honorable mention for is Baldur's Gate 3, which I played probably no more than a couple hours. Amazing <laughs> game. I mean, yeah, it, it's my fault for not playing it more. Just it, I got busy, but I remember the soundtrack being also very beautiful, right, with the orchestra or just symphonic type soundtrack, kind of almost like what we just heard now. Um, so Baldur's Gate is a good one if you're into that kind of music. Um, Honorable mention from John. He said for his who who couldn't be on this obviously tonight. He sent his list though. He said Final Fantasy X ten. It's uh, to Zanark That's his favorite song. If you want to check it out, or I will add it to our Spotify playlist. Hell yeah! I I'm trying to see Final Fantasy ten. Final Fantasy ten had some pretty freaking good music. Um, that's the one with uh, Blitzball. And did you ever play Final Fantasy X? Oh man, I don't remember. I don't think so. 
Oh shit. <laughs> yeah, I I don't know the exact song he's talking about, but um I do remember that mu- the music in that game being fucking awesome. Yeah. For sure. I remember playing I mean, growing up I played a lot of Final Fantasy uh, 2 and 3. And I just remember those soundtracks, like that era of soundtracks was just so fucking good, dude. I, you know, so simple, but yet they, 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 those musicians or those uh, composers or whatever you want to call them, video game composers, back in the day had it hard because they didn't have the, the technology, obviously, that we do now. They had to create their soundtracks on those little, I don't know what you call that, like synth or um, like 24 bit, just eight bits, eight bit, you know, <laughs> yeah. And they still fucking killed it with that. Yeah, I love that. I love that style of music, just bit style music. Yeah, there's this band uh, that used to make music like that. Um, I think they still do. I haven't listened to anything recently, but they're called Anamanaguchi, mm. and they make like really like good, like bit music, you know. Synthy bit, bit bit music, but more like updated, but it still has that feel. It's pretty sick. I'll I'll send you some. So hell yeah. I'll check it out. Um so yeah, that's that's what we have for video game music. Um uh, we were just gonna kind of touch on it because we did want to focus on just general music that we've listened to. Um we wanna start with 2023 talking about our favorite artist of the year. Um oh, Kyle, yeah. who's your favorite artist of the year? 2023. So my 2023, my favorite artist of the year is uh, Snow Strippers. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Nice. Snow Strippers all day from Detroit. They're a little electro pop, electro clash kind of Euro trance duo from uh, Detroit. Uh, and pretty much just a guy on a synth and some chick in the front just singing and dancing. Yeah. Very simple, but awesome. Great. Yep. And uh, yeah, uh, how about yours? Um, my 2023, I would say, oh man, it was a pretty big, I would say for, it was a pretty big year um, for lots of different musicians. But I would say the the one that I admired the most from 2023 and, and only had one solo album. First solo album was released in 2023. A uh, producer named Tiny or Tiny. Oh, yeah. He's a uh, Puerto Rican um, producer. He does mostly like reggaeton. That's kind of where he uh, earned his bars, his stripes. Uh, he's actually a pretty legendary reggaeton um, producer. He's been probably making, like, pretty much if, if you're familiar with reggaeton, you probably know, you've probably heard his music before. He's done, like, I mean, he's done hits for like Bad Bunny and. You know, he's done with Daddy Yankee. Like, you, you mentioned any reggaeton artist that's big. He's probably done songs for them. Mm. Um, but he finally uh, released his solo album uh, last year. And, oh, man, like, that that was my favorite album of the year. I listened to it like a shitload last year. Um, the, I, the reason why I he was my favorite artist, too, is because I had always heard his name and songs, like, rap, like the reggaeton artists or rappers would always kind of mention him. Like, you know, in the hip-hop albums, they'll mention, like, you know, uh, Metro Boomin, you know, they'll have their, their little signature tags. Um, with And with Tanya, I just always heard, I was like, oh, okay, he's just a producer, just, like, basic reggaeton, like, hits, that's it. 
but last year when i heard his album and i kind of i started looking more into him as an artist and as a person i was like oh shit i was actually pretty impressed with with his like talent but also his um like he's a pretty humble dude he's and he's like pretty young he's like in his early 30s but he he came he grew up in puerto rico kind of basically poor and he i've listened to his interviews how he talks about how even as a kid it kind of reminds me of what we were talking about like just as a kid like music just captivating you and just spend your time listening to music nonstop. And, and he started producing stuff like on just whatever he can find and he would like save up his money. His mom, you know, finally was able to afford to buy him like uh, some kind of, you know, music producer little kit. And uh, he would just, he said he, that's all he would just dedicate himself to. And you hear him, he's like really soft-spoken, kind of humble guy. Like, you don't, he's not like a bod- bodacious character, right? He's just like a regular ass dude. And he um, started producing and he, he got connected with like some uh, big time producers in Puerto Rico who do, you know, a lot like from the, early 2000s that that um that took him under their wing and uh and so he's been doing he's been producing since but now he's kind of finally like forming his own like being able to go with his own like explore his own sound and um his his uh album called data is an album that is pretty experimental for reggaeton it is mostly reggaeton music but it does experiment with like other genres i mean he's got not just like Bad Bunny and Daddy Yankee and, you know, Raul Alejandro, who are major reggaeton artists, but he has like the Marias and Skrillex and Fortet, you know, just like a, a, a range of different artists and sounds that that album data, the whole um, concept that is that it's it's a, a future sort of cyborg, cyberpunk world that this cyborg named Senna is, is being kind of brought back to life. Like her data is being uploaded through songs to that the songs kind of evoke emotion for the cyborg. So the, from like front to to end, the whole album kind of goes like, it just like progresses. It kind of tells a story um, based on, on the, on the emotions of the, of the, the beats, the instrumentals, the, the song, um, all the songs are mostly like about love and heartbreak and, you know, sex. And so it's a very, you know, it could, it's a pretty like raw, album if you you know kind of go look at it from that lens so that he was definitely my favorite artist of the year and he still managed to like make hits like for other people's albums like bad bunny and bad bunny's new album i think he produced some songs on there so really impressed with with tiny for last year absolutely and uh, i'm really glad you you showed him to me (laughs) we were trying to keep our our music secret and he uh i gotta gotta check this out all right Um, yeah a little spoiler or it was a little teaser <laughs> a little teaser, but yeah, man, that was that was a freaking great album, man. Um, I I do I do love reggaeton, and I do get a little bored of it in large bursts because same beat, you know, some most yep. of the time. And so when I was listening to this, it, it had nice long pauses between it where it would just build up this nice tease, and then it would drop again, and beats would switch up, and uh. Yeah, I was super blown away by it. So it's definitely glad I got to hear that. You might watch yeah, that the whole album. The yeah, and, and I knew you would. I knew you would like the the album because I know you appreciate like song progression as well. Because also for me, reggaeton, I don't like old school reggaeton. Like Yvette loves reggaeton, like classic reggaeton from the two thousands and 
Don Omar. <laughs> yeah, all those guys. And I get bored with that too. It's like fun music. It's like dance, you know, for clubbing and stuff like that, dancing to it. But it doesn't do anything for me, like intellectually, you know, because music for me, like, has to spark a lot of different things, right? It has to make me feel. And I just get, like you said, I get bored of that, just the repetitiveness. But um, Tiny, like you said, Tiny's album, like, because he experiments and, and the songs progress so much, each song just changes and, and tempo and, you know, instruments and sound. It's, it's just, like, pretty dope to, to hear from a reggaeton producer. Oh, absolutely. And it's definitely, a, it's definitely a very experimental and unique sound away from... It, it, it's like he's trying to mix the, the alternative crowd. He's trying to bring the alt crowd into reggaeton by saying it's not just this dancing music. It could also be this very... It could be actual like alternative music you listen to. You would find mm-hmm. it like the 2010s, you know, it's um, very unique. And that's why I, one of the biggest reasons why I appreciated it. Plus I like a good concept album. So, Yes, sir. Yeah. And the album was created by the dude who, who did the art for ghost in the shell. And that was inspiration for the album was ghost in the shell. Cause Tiny's big and, he, and the dude, he produced a lot of the music in a fucking little, he rented out a place in Kyoto for inspiration. Oh, shit. What, you said he did an anime. What, uh, what, you know which one? No, um, I was saying, sorry, I'm saying that the album cover was, was created by the oh. art, artist who contributed to uh, Ghost in the Shell. I, I forget his name. He's like a pretty legendary anime artist. Yeah, he did, I, he did the art for... You, you said his name and I, I looked it up and I was like, oh yeah, that's right. He did the Ghost in the Shell. He was the uh, animator for that. Yeah. One of the animators for that. So yeah, he, it's, a, it's a really, really... If you just briefly look at it, you're like, oh, okay. Look at that album. But if you like really look at it, it's like, wow, it's really impressive album cover. Yeah, for sure. But yeah, I'm glad I, I'm glad I got to hear about the, uh, the con the, the concept behind it. I didn't know the story behind the character on the front. So now I'm going to go listen to it again after this and (laughs) use that as reference. Hell yeah. Yeah. Yes, yeah. sir. But yeah, those are our favorite artists. Just highlighting someone there. I, is, I don't know if there's anyone else you want to talk about. Honorable mentions or or least favorite artists before we move <laughs> on to our favorite songs. I, I got a couple of honorable mentions for uh, uh, for my favorite artists of the year. It's uh, it's a it's a metalcore group called Knocked Loose. Okay. Really fucking tough guys. Uh, just makes you want to makes you want to get in a pit and just start punching. Um, Sick. Yeah, that Mexican OT is a, a, a southern rapper. Again, I love that guy. Uh, okay. Little t- yeah. Yeah. But uh, yeah, how about how about yours? Um, I no one like sort of underground or anything like that. I listened to. I did listen to a lot of mainstream artists last year again mostly like latin artists um i did mention um like bad bunny had an album last year and I, i've been listening to a lot of bad bunny for the last couple of years obviously one of the most mainstream most popular artists in the world um there was an art a group called grupo frontera that kind of came out of nowhere i think last year i think they had been around but they kind of broke through last year with some songs with also with bad money they're more like 
regional Mexican music, sort of like Norteño type music, catchy songs. Beso Pluma had a big year with with his album as well last year, and he's also very mainstream. Um, yeah, he's pretty good. <laughs> yeah, I know he gets a lot of hate, but I still like his music. Um, his vo- his voice kills me though, but I mean, <laughs> he's going like, uh, but yeah, I guess yeah, music. yeah. He 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 almost made my top uh, songs, but barely made the cut. But maybe I'll add some of his songs to uh, our our 2023. I am the podcast, not playlist. Hey. <clears throat> oh, oh, but um, speaking of uh, favorite songs or songs, top songs of 2023. So we're going to um, highlight our top five songs from 2023 with on, an honorable mention. So we're going to kind of do like from top five, starting from five and kind of go down to one with our favorite song. And we'll start with an honorable mention. Kyle, what was yeah. your honorable mention? I guess technically number six on your list. Yeah, that would be uh, Peeling Flesh is oh. their name. And okay. they, are, <laughs> they are a death metal grind uh, slam band. Um, very in your face and very aggressive, uh, very slow and chuggy. Great pig squeal vocals, uh, just gets you super jazzed. And the song's called FFWAS, which means face fucked with a shovel. And just the way he, when he yells it, and then the breakdown kicks in, and it's like, man, you just want to go and punch a wall or something, you know? <laughs> go kick a fat kid at Kmart. So how do you feel about that one? <laughs> oh, yeah, dude, that was that was sick. I mean, it definitely reminds me of um, like back in the day in the was it late nineties when you know I just I thought of like Ozfest and Slipknot and you know I don't I don't know my genres as well as you do. Obviously, like for me, metal. There's like I only know like certain types of metal, but that just reminds me of of that time, <laughs> like the the. <laughs> Of those like just sort of heavy riffs with like the screaming vocals that, you know i like it i like it yeah especially like you said for you know if you just want to like let loose or something yeah absolutely it um uh, it just gets you going you know just that slowness you're just like oh yeah that's right oh, fuck this shit and it's uh it's an older sound that's coming back, uh, you know, deathcore kind of slow, chuggy breakdowns, and uh, it's it's coming back and getting real popular in, on social media and stuff. That's where I found this band on TikTok. I was just scrolling through it, just her face fucked with a shovel. I'm like, what? All right. And then <laughs> you just started listening to them last year. Yeah, I started listening oh, to them last year, nice. and they. Uh, I mean, it's once you start listening to more and more of this music, I, I do love slam, 
but just like reggaeton it kind of it gets repetitive it's that yeah. same slowness and the same okay yeah. cool here's another one so yeah it's kind of cool genre i like it i'm obviously a metalhead yeah. through and through that's my number one uh genre music but uh so yeah this one this that's an honorable mention oh nice nice okay cool man yeah that's also for, for metal for me will always be uh one of the genres i love not my like top but definitely in the realm of one of my favorites definitely yeah. a lot of people overlook it because it's just a lot of noise to them but there's a lot of technicality and a lot of talent that goes into making all that noise yeah definitely <laughs> um so for my honorable mention is actually um an artist you had introduced me to maybe like i don't know a few years back now maybe like five years or something i don't know so it's a song that um i think i stumbled on this song uh looking up playlists for songs that sound like cyberpunk future you know type shit whether yeah. and, and you know in, of all genres so um i'm gonna play it here First off, fuck Elon Musk, ain't done too much, this that's expensive. Put the hose in the back and the crack in the slack, my teeth is a leak and I meant it. I don't really need to check, cause I got no respect, and these niggas might know me like a dentist. City all about these things, so we hear some shit, nigga, get a fit, cause this ain't what you want. No, this ain't what you want. Uh, fuck y'all niggas, I feel like Papa John. So yeah, that was my honorable mention. It's uh, Danny Brown and JPEG Mafia. JPEG Mafia is who you introduced me to. The song is Lean Beef Patty. Um, but uh, yeah, I like that song a lot. I like that it has uh, two different sort of... It, it, like again, that progression, it starts off with like just... I mean, whatever, like EDM. I don't know what that first, type, second, first part was with uh, JPEG Mafia, but it samples like a 90s R&B. The second beat is more of my favorites like a drum and bass and when danny brown kicks in but man i just love the the whole structure of the of the song the instrumental of the song dude that's so sick that I, I, it's funny you did that i almost put that on my top five that was like yeah. a, a close to five man or that would have been an honorable i was just yeah that fucking I, that whole album was fucking great but that song yeah, yeah. so that style is it's called hyper pop okay that's, that's they, what it is essentially they speed it speed it up and it's like it's very it's really big on uh tiktok right now where they okay everything sped up yeah uh, and there's so that genre i've i kind of gotten into and uh, just kind of through exploring spotify and and i i know that like tiktok makes a lot of music like popular viralizes it but i don't even have tiktok so i don't even i wouldn't even know what comes from it or not but you know, I know a lot of the videos that go viral will play, you know, stuff from, or you know, how should I say, videos that go viral on TikTok and Instagram with the songs that they use and end up blowing up because of, of that. Hell yeah. It's crazy how, how much TikTok is, pushes music nowadays or what it does. For yeah. The crappiest song in the world from 2002. And then someone puts it in a viral video and they're, getting royalty checks again it's fucking crazy <laughs> yeah especially like speed it up a little bit or or slow it down <laughs> slow, yeah. slow and chopped chopped up and slow whatever they call it 
chopped and screwed chopped and screwed yeah oh man yeah that's uh that's a great great pick man for sure so. thank you sir well uh let's move into our top five sir what's your number five song from 2023 Hello. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Can you? Oh. <laughs> uh, I was like, oh. oh, should we should we introduce the song first? Because I forgot to do it on the last one. But oh yeah. I th- or I think should we, we play should. it and then say it? Uh, let's play it and then say it. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Uh, Yes, so that is by Australian artist Laura. The song is called Drive. Ooh. Yeah, I uh I don't know. Something about it. It's it's very minimal, you know, not much going on. It's just like the way that her voice matches with like the keys and the nice ethereal sounds and you know, it's just uh I really like her voice. Uh yeah very nice and everything about that but yeah it's really good song yeah hell yeah i like i'm a fan of um keys like that like just simple like i don't even know what what you call that type of um instrument that they use for those like just sort of synthy sort of uh simple um, yeah like keyboard something uh yeah i don't yeah i I, yeah i'm sorry Nice man, that was cool. Very, very indie as well. I've never heard of her. Maybe she's big or something. I don't know, but I've never no, heard of she, that artist. She's got 133 subscribers on YouTube. Like, oh shit! Okay, that's pretty, small, pretty like, indie. Very indie. I I follow this uh, channel on YouTube called Indie Playlist, and they compile like four hours of music every month of new indie and underground hip hop and you know stuff like that. All this underground stuff. Every month, yeah, nice. it's under there. Great yeah. song. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a good song. Um, for my number five, um, is isn't uh, indie at all. She's very mainstream now. But when I first started listening to her, it was uh, very in. Uh, I would say more indie, like back in you know 2015, 2016 ish. Um, I'm gonna play the song here. I just wanna get high on my So that was um, Caliuchis Moonlight. The one and only. (laughs) And the the reason, you know, actually, musically, that wasn't even uh, one of my favorite songs. Like, yeah, it's a good song, right? I I do like the, that whole album that came out last year. It has like a very, uh, like, oldie, oldie sort of, uh, uh, you know, sensual vibe to it. 
But um, the reason why that song, other than it's, you know, it is a pretty good song, right? Kelly, which is pretty good falsetto. Like she has, she has a good voice, but I picked that song mainly because of nostalgia, because it reminds me of um, last year when Yvette and I went to uh, a cab, like a lake house over at Lake Tolik. And we're driving on out by the Sierras, heading out that way by like Gold Rush Country, whatever. Hearing that song come on for the first time, I'm on Spotify, whatever. And the sun was like kind of setting as we're getting to the lake. You know, it was just like a, uh, just the vibe of that song. You know, is is uh, was was perfect for that that evening with the sun setting, an orange sky. Um, so part of the reason why I picked that song also because. She dropped the album. That album's hella good. That came out last year. Um, I think something like I forget what it's called. It's like Venus, Red Moon, and Venus. Um, I recommend it. A lot of definitely more of like a like baby making music vibe. But I mean, yeah, she that's kind of her thing, right? It's like very uh, like sensual, dreamy, sultry music. Um, so yeah, definitely one of my favorites from last year. Yeah, that's a great song. Definitely a great song. Yeah, yeah, a little, glad to a see little more mainstream. Oh, yeah, yeah, she's definitely, I think, blowing up like this last year. And she's been blowing up, but last year and then this year, she dropped another album this year, um, which I'm like, that's crazy. She's working hard. Hell yeah, definitely deserves it. She, I, I, I remember not maybe as early as you, but I remember hearing her early on and definitely enjoying her, her voice. And yeah, all her all her sounds definitely is nostalgic. Baby yeah, making yeah. music, yeah. <laughs> and the Spanglish man, that's pretty cool. How she switches back and forth between two languages pretty f- quickly. Oh yeah, absolutely. That's that's a big thing too. Is singing in Spanish and English at the same time. Yep. Love that. All right, sir. What's your number four song? All right, number four coming at your door. Yeah, so that is Spirit Box number four with Cellar Door, and it, yeah, I just I think that chick has one of the gnarliest growls and yells in in metal. And oh yeah, yeah, I'm. It's haunting, very haunting. And she has uh, does a lot of clean vocals too, but I think she's definitely number one in any female fronted rock band right now. Um, oh yeah. Yeah, she kills it. Kills it. But. That's cool. I always have uh, a lot of, like, um, I, I should I say it, because it's kind of sexist, right? Like, it's a genre genre dominated by, like, men, right? So yeah. I always appreciate seeing, like, a front woman, right? like, that can do that that genre, because it's not typical of a, of a... I'm sure it maybe is if you're really into it, but all the... For that type of music, typically, it's it's men, you know, doing the vocals. Yeah, absolutely. And there, there are there are a, a bunch of female fronted metal bands, but this, I think she does it best because she can hit these gnarly lows and 
growls and screams, and she can hit these really nice highs and cleans, kind of like Vanessa's yeah. Nightwish and stuff. And she um, just, I think she just kills it on the spectrum and all metal, you know? Yep. And yeah, she puts on a good show, and a lot of people hate on her. They think her voice is fake, but I've seen a video of her doing it without like any anything. Mm-hmm. It's impressive, yeah, for sure. Yeah. I'm also a sucker for like highly distorted guitar. Again, going back to the late <laughs> '90s, you know. Yeah, this just definitely corn and all that. It just yeah, it doesn't definitely. Get for me. Yeah, dude, it definitely has that an older when we were growing up metal vibe, like a new metal sound, mm-hmm, and, mm-hmm. you know, like 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 Lincoln Parker, you know, mud vein. Yeah. Yeah. All that good stuff. Corn. Yeah. But yeah. Yeah. That's a fun one. Hell yeah. Uh, my number four, um, let me just play it. This that ace to space shit. Talking numbers on the jet. Little random flight to Vegas. Touchdown to a check. Picked up around two. Ordered food off the app. 2K for the dinner. Sun slight or jet. Taking chances daily, man. You niggas all rap. Got three cell phones still. Never call back. Real millionaire shit. Might put her in the bins. Write the shit off on taxes. Have a five star den, man. Tell it how it is, man. All right. Oh, yeah, that was my number four. Larry June, produced by The Alchemist, nice. legendary producer. Uh, the song's called 89 Earthquake. Um, so that song, I would say, is probably my favorite song off his album released last year um, called The Great Escape. So that whole album is, like, fucking outstanding. It's really good. And it, it's produced. So The Alchemist has been producing since, I don't know, late 90s i mean he's he's a like a hip-hop rap producer legend, legend. and so that com that collaboration between larry june because larry june's in my opinion one of the, like the uh best rappers from the bay area now i think he's the best rapper from the bay area right now and so their their whole vibe together is perfect because the the whole album has a uh, sort of like the whole vibe to it is sort of like a retro almost like 60s lounge music with like piano and and yeah. sound horns you know I, I like that sound a lot and um with like larry june sort of like smooth sort of uh nonchalant rapping about you know high living and eating healthy you know it's just it's just a you know his he's not just about like it's not gangster rap right it's not he just talks about clean healthy good living luxury living you know and so that song kind of, and the other part for that song for me is like nostalgia. That's another song that we heard when we went out to that lake in the summer. Um, that album, I think dropped in, in March. Let me, don't, I don't want to misquote um, when that album dropped. But it was, for me, I, I remember being on that. We were at that lake house with my, fam- our, my family and our family, their, their family friends. And we were like on a houseboat, like bumping Larry June you know talking about like luxury living you know just fucking cruising on a beautiful day like looking out of those big ass houses on lake tulloch and um that's what that song reminds me of just like another summer banger that song came out last year in march so or that album came out uh, last march so for us it was like a summer um on that boat we listened to a lot of larry june that's kind of what that reminds me of so that that, just that beat's so sick to the piano super Um, smooth 
that piano kind of going like just repeating even though it's repeating the same sort of piano like tune or that piano um like chord or whatever you call it um but with like the little like that chime sort of electronic chime that just kicks in every now and then it's just like a you know nicely layered song yeah definitely super super smooth made me feel like i was at a speakeasy (laughs) <laughs> and <laughs> like, I love that. I love smooth beats, and I couldn't put my finger on who that producer was until you said it. I'm like, oh shit, Alchemist beat for sure. Oh, oh yeah, dude. And Alchemist also released an album last year, and and it has that same feel. Like he, he, I don't know. He's had like a resurgence where he's been producing a lot of stuff last couple years. After a while, and he's kind of yeah. like finding a new sound. Like it's very like retro. It's pretty sick. And I think I I never heard this song by Larry June before. I really I'm gonna check that album out to tomorrow. But when I did hear the Alchemist solo album last year, and that's where I think that vibe triggered that memory for me. I was like, oh okay, because mm-hmm. yeah, it's been so many years since I I wouldn't be able to pick out an alchemy an Alchemist beat, from, you know, before that. But right, because yeah, it's just a good good new. Uh, vibe he has right now yeah hell yeah all yeah. right sir number three your number three song number three I might fuck around and pop a jigger this all made me bop a little fucking on your bitch I'll make that little tell you I push up looking sporty with this 40 and make his face blow. But I'm beating up, these niggas got me screaming, fuck the Draco. I'm Southside stepping chicken, any section, if they got a problem with me, bitch, I'm ready for beef. I'm fucking another bitch, I'm ready to eat. I got hustle in me, y'all wanna be talking. Yeah, man, that Mexican OT, La Cobra. Oh, sick. Yeah, that fool is fucking dope. I got real into um, just old school southern trap music, like Mike mm-hmm. Jones and like... Yep. Slim Thug and all her. Not Slim Thug. What the fuck? I think it was. Wait, was it? Young Thug? Young? No, not Young. No, Slim Thug. I'm sorry. Yeah, it was oh. Slim Thug. Mike Jones. Yeah, all those fools. I just, I, a lot of chopped and screwed shit. I don't yeah. know why. I just started listening to it this year. And I'm like, ah, fuck yeah, hell yeah. It's been a long time. And I came across this guy, and dude, he's such a unique style. Like, yeah. Uh, his, his flow is super dope. I like how he rolls his R's when he raps and like, <laughs> yeah, you know, like, <laughs> it's fucking like sick, dude. Uh, he's from Bay City, Texas, so he's still okay. from he's from yeah. the Bay, you know. Yeah, but, seeing the video was like it's screaming Texas, <laughs> yeah, dude, right? Like, I don't know, it's just such a sick vibe. Like, yeah. gets you fucking pumped. Yeah, what you what do you think? Yeah, man, I, I was actually pretty sick. I don't, I don't, I'm surprised I've never heard of him. I've probably heard him at some point because, like, I'll set Spotify on my headphones at work. And just it will just, I'll just let it rip all day, and it might. I, I, the name sounds familiar, but I've, I can't say I've, I've heard him specifically and knew that was him. But that was pretty cool, man. I, I mean, I'm, I'm all for like, sort of uh, like few like different. Um, you know, it, it's like you said, it's a little bit of that sort of southern uh like rap and plus like latin sort of you know even just watching the video just i i just couldn't help but think of like 
that's the type of music that people out here where I live, like Oakley Brentwood <laughs> would listen to, you know, like the, <laughs> the fucking the the sideshows and the guns and like the sombreros and shit. It's like kind of narco, you know, it's just uh something that a lot of people that I know would probably be into. Yeah, man. I <laughs> I, I I I love the fusion as well. Like the just it, it, they just mesh so well. And yeah, I could I could definitely see people out there rocking that for sure. Yeah. Well, I'm going to check this stuff out, man. I'll probably recommend it to people that I know that'll be into it. Oh yeah, he's in a lot of his, he has a whole album that's chopped and screwed so it's slowed down. Uh a, a lot of a lot of fusion though, for sure. Yeah. No, so. it's it's tight. It's sick. Hail you, baby. Want to hear your next all one? All right, here we go. My number three song from 2023. Um, I feel like you probably heard this. Number three for me, uh, a song called Gone. It's a sped up version by Loose Beats. Had you heard that song before? No, no, I haven't. I, I feel like that'd be really popular on like TikTok and stuff. <laughs> Probably. Yeah. I don't know. I just uh, stumbled good. upon it during my exploration of, uh, of uh, cyberpunk uh, themed music. Um, so I don't know too much about um, the artist or the DJ, Lucid Beats, and, or the singer. Um, I just I hell like that song because I mean fuck dude that that beat it's a short song it's pretty repetitive but that like melodic sort of chill vibe with the bass once that bass kicks in oh my if you're like driving you have the bass up and you're driving like at night for me that song reminds me of driving at night with the windows down you know oh, like yeah. holding your girl's hand like I think you've been I would listen to that song and I know she likes it um so definitely one of my favorite songs from from last year that I had on repeat a lot and uh, I was like curious about the producer DJ Lucid Beats. He's a, it's he's a 19 year old kid from Kazakhstan. <laughs> of all oh, places. Yeah. Like, I, I just respect anytime someone who comes from a, a place where you don't us like who who probably comes from humble beginnings or you probably don't really think of as a place that that you know creates lots of musical talents. I just thought that that beat was pretty sick. Yeah, hell yeah, that was a. Uh really vibe that was for sure a vibe i mean just how you described it too all right add from to that it's yeah. driving into san francisco from far yeah. uh-huh. city, you know like yeah. all the lights went down yep yeah that's a song i can see being um on cyberpunk soundtrack you know when you're just putting on a random radio station in cyberpunk you know i can just hear that song playing yeah for sure and it's it, it I I have a bunch of songs like that too. Where I'm like, I wish it was like another minute longer. I mean, yeah, I can start dude. it over, but I want a minute longer. But all these songs nowadays are like, I know, especially ones like that. Beats made by people are always like a minute, yeah. minute and a half. Oh now. yeah, for sure. Horrible, but I mean, it's yeah, that's a great. That was a great beat for sure. I like that, yeah, sir. All right, on to right. numero dos, number, number two dos. on your top 
five. All right. I listened to that song probably like five, six hundred times this year or last year. Oh, yeah. Fuck yeah. <laughs> Dude, this song is so sick. Dude, it gets me so jazzed. You know what's so funny is that that song almost made my top five as well. This um, song? I, I, hadn't, I hadn't heard that, that remix. I've heard the sped up version. I haven't heard that one specifically, but I have heard that song and I like, I have the sped up version on my playlist from 2023. And I, I, it was between that one and, you know, the top, whatever, five or six for me, but it, it, I almost added it. I fucking love that song, dude. That song is so sick, dude. I have the original, I have the sped up and I have the hard style. Hard style is my favorite. Cause I've, I listened to a lot of hard style this year too. And when I heard that, they, I saw the video on uh, TikTok, and it was this uh, video of an anime character named Gojo, mm-hmm. and he's like running really fast, and you know they had that song to it, and I was like, <laughs> yeah. that uh, that song reminds me like hell of like anime or some kind of Japanese. It just you know the the not just I guess maybe because I don't know if the lyrics are Japanese or not, but they it sounds like it would be like in an anime for some reason. Hell yeah, no, you should listen to the original of that uh psycho dreams uh, i forgot the name of the the artist but it's it's a really good song it's mm, it's got more uh, of a slower vibe i'll check it out yeah, i might have I think heard the original one but I, for some reason i held like the sped up one yeah sped up one's sick and i, I think they're singing in some eastern european language oh, okay uh, yeah yeah ukrainian or russian or something <laughs> sorry i didn't mean to uh uh, generalize or stereotype it was it was for some reason i thought it was japanese oh shit my bad <laughs> no uh, I, I think because when you you know like anime how they have the higher pitch voices and when it's sped yeah, up yeah. kind of sounds like that for sure <laughs> uh yeah so that was my number two for sure yeah great song though great song it, it was for me because it sounded too similar to the last song i picked so i was like oh, which one of these two should i pick and i went with the other one because i think i listened to it a little bit more but it was very similar in for me in in a way like the the style. Yeah, that would have been hilarious if you chose that too. We had the same song for like, <laughs> you yeah. know, shit, that'd be crazy. I had a feeling you were either gonna pick that like that that song you just played or the one that I had previously played. Mm. But yeah, that's why we're um, brothers in music, sir. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. All right, all right. So does that mean we're on to oh for number two for me? I'm gonna play this one. Um, here we go. I went a little 
longer because fuck man, I love. Yeah, I was on that on dude. dude, yeah. So that was uh, the song's called Mejodi by uh, Daini and Archangel. Archangel. Definitely one of my favorite songs. It it probably is number one for me because I, I probably listen to it more than the actual number song that's number one. But I would say the the other the number one song the song that's number one had a little bit more of an impact. I think. But this one, um, man, I, I, I just, I love the ethereal feel to it, right? Mm. That you mentioned it earlier for me, like ethereal sounding songs is like, it just like hits so many different notes, right? It's like a nostalgic eighties, oh, nineties, yeah. but also kind of future vibes like that song. So tiny, the reason why I like him so much is because he samples a lot of different things and like even when I was a kid, I would always like any song I heard, I would always try to find out what it was sampled from. And then I would always kind of go down a rabbit hole of like, oh, okay, I find the original song. If there's a sample on that, I'll, you know, I just like to kind of trace the influence of music and the songs I listen to. So that song has a few different um, uh, samples. The main one is um, from a song called from the 90s called uh, Set Adrift on Memory Bliss. It's it's a song that you probably and from it's by the the song is from by PM Don so you people probably won't recognize that name of the band or the song, but if you hear the song from the '90s, you'll you'll recognize it. So it has those elements from that song plus, um, and actually that song was the influence for, um, fuck, what was it? Eric B and Rakim's um, "Paid in, in Full." Mm. That song was was sampled from PM Don's song. And then, but Tiny takes samples from from that, as well as like Slick, uh, some old Slick Rick song. And so it kind of has like this whole, um, that song has like an, uh, obviously like a 90s vibe to it. Um, and that's from the, that song is from the the Tiny album I was talking about, was my favorite one, which is like one of the lesser sort of uh, like uh, cyberpunk type sounding song or futuristic song. But I liked it because that song made me go also like down a deep rabbit hole for 90s music that was like inspired from that from that genre like ethereal sounding songs and one of them is um uh, Sp- uh Span- spandau ballet uh true it's a song that look it up it's a song that you know i that people have heard that has that same vibe that this song has i, I can't explain that like feeling that you hear when you when you hear that song because the other thing that when I hear a song like that, it reminds me of is that same vibe. It's like there's a David Bowie song called um, I, I Have Not Been to Oxford Town that also has that same sort of vibe as that Spandau Ballet song. And it was actually, and I didn't know this until recently when I started, um, when we were kind of searching up, doing our homework for our top five, when I was listening to this song, uh, this this tiny song, and I went down the rabbit hole for that David Bowie song. That David Bowie song that I have not been to Oxford Town was covered in Starship Troopers for when they do the uh, prom, when they're doing the prom song and oh. Johnny Riku's dancing with Carmen Electra, like, all is well, but I have not been to Paradise. They cover that, that song was covered, uh, it was a cover of a David Bowie song. I didn't know that until, you know, if you hear that song, it will sound, it, you get that same feeling that you hear from that song I just played from Tiny, so check those all those songs out <laughs> sorry i just went, went down a rabbit hole but that was yeah, my number two on, song man yeah i'm gonna add it. Sure. <clears throat> I'll add it yeah yeah i think uh 
yeah, again, if you told me that that was a reggaeton artist, I would never guess. It's just, and then you hear the vocals, and the, the vocals have the the echo that like reggaeton has, and then it's like, oh, yeah, for sure. But yeah, it's such a such a nice feeling, heavenly ethereal song. Like, yeah, I'm I'm a sucker for that stuff too. Yeah, so, yeah. And, you know, anything that has a pretty chord to it, or nice nice pretty chord progressions. And, Hell yeah. yeah it's the best um yep definitely yeah you know you know what i'm talking about with that vibe oh yeah that's why i think we share we can share like songs to each other that ran like when you randomly sent me the marias perfect i love it i never heard it before mm-hmm. and stuff like that is you know great 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 style hell yeah brother all that's right say. hell yeah so, brother with that, we're on to our number one song from 2023. Kyle, what was yours? Mine was this. That was Snow Strippers. The song's called Under Your Spell. Yeah. And yeah, it's got that little Euro trancey vibe to mm-hmm. it. Really reminds me of this band I used to love back in the day called Glass uh, or Crystal Castles, excuse me. Oh yeah, yeah. Crystal Castles for sure. Crystal Castles. And they were still, you know, a, a duo, one on a synth and uh someone singing. And yeah, it just I got that recommendation from uh, Anthony Fantano, actually. <laughs> and I, I never heard this band until last year. And uh, he, he was talking about it. I'm like, oh, fuck, I'll check it out. And I played it. Mm-hmm. I played that album front to back like three or four times in a row. It's like oh, shit, 40 nice. minutes. Yeah. So, and this song has always been my favorite. Over the year, I just kept going back to this song, this song, this song, this song. And, it uh it's just nice all the chords in it the it's got a nice like muddy sound to it a little garagey but it's not super overproduced just the i i love her her haunting vocals like very like i don't know i just like it yeah um yeah the the that song definitely like evoked the, uh, some nostalgia as well because you mentioned like euro trance and um it, it just reminded me of like uh 90s uh trance that like my mom listened to my mom was one of the first people I ever knew that listened to to electronic music which electronic music obviously has evolved over time but back in the day it was like pretty there wasn't that many different genres of electronic electronic and like trance was one of them yeah. but um so it just kind of brings me back to some of that like yeah euro trance where you just kind of do like a little little like quick two step side to side you know like it was just yeah. early, early like just warehouse trance stuff like um uh, pretty pretty cool man I, I like that it's kind of modernized as well so and actually the snow strippers is funny because i also recently found out about them before you had met you know we, when i kind of gave you a little sneak peek of of my song or my artist or whatever 
you you kind of gave me a sneak peek too. You mentioned like what your number one song was, and um, I know it, the name didn't click for me until you told me because um, one of the one of the, like the other albums that I liked a lot last year was um, a Lil Uzi Vert's album. Oh which, yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah, it, and, and that's like an honorable mention because I really liked his album, his last album, and um, it, it he does a, a song with the Snow Strippers in that album. And uh, the song, the song he does with the Snow Strippers in that song isn't one of my favorite songs on that album, but it's still like a pretty cool song. And uh, so that's why I was like, "Oh shit, that's sick!" Like I didn't know that. Um, I didn't know that uh, they they had done a song with him and uh, connected the dots when you told me about the Snow Strippers. Oh, that's hella funny because like I sent that just because I figured you'd have no clue who they were. Like <laughs> you know what I mean? Like it's so funny. I was like, "Yeah, I'll send that." You know. You know. <laughs> gonna yeah. look up snow strippers yeah. you know well i didn't but until when you said it and i'm like fuck that name sounds familiar and when when i was um listening to Lil uzi verse album trying to like because some of his, a couple of his songs almost made it into my top five as well um but when i was going through the album again i listened to it when it came out last year but i couldn't remember so i listened to it again and when i was skimming through it i was like oh shit that's snow strippers that's kyle that's what kyle <laughs> likes that's so funny dude yeah man that's uh yeah, that, 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 check that album out if you, uh, if you yeah. enjoy that sound. They do a lot yeah, of glitchy sure, stuff man. too. A lot oh, of nice. hyper pop, like a lot of cool. sped up. It's a yeah, nice, nice chops in there. So, yeah, sick, sick. I'm going to check it out. All right. And that brings us to my number one song from 2023. Here we go. Carros de F1 son más rápidos en persona. Sofía Vergara es linda, pero es más linda en persona. Lo que tú hagas a mí no me impresiona. Es como matar un gol después de Messi Maradona. A ti no te conocen ni en tu barrio. Allá le estaba con Lebron, también con Dicopio. Me preguntaron que cómo me fue en los estadios. Hablamos de la familia y temas de millonario. Digo. So. Yeah, that was uh, Bad Bunny, Monaco. That's a song. That was uh, my number one song. Oh, and yeah. for again, that song probably wasn't even my favorite song, um, like, musically. I did listen to the shit out of it. When that album dropped, because, you know, I've gotten into Bad Bunny over the years. I didn't like him at first, but when I actually listened to his music, I'm like, fuck this shit. Some of this shit, like, hella slaps. Like, even... There's so many songs he's done that just the beat, his his lyrics, his the, his layer, his vocals over the the beat, like he he him and Tiny collaborate a lot because they're really into storytelling, and and progression and just like making everything fit like really well, and so he understands that really well with all his songs. It's just like his songs flow so smoothly, and that beat for me is just like hella sick, dude. When I when that album came out in October. I, I, anytime his album drops, I like kind of just listen through it and I'm like, oh shit. And like, usually the songs that, uh, uh, that catch me right away end up being the songs that become his most popular or go viral. So for me, that song, like, even though it's played out for me, I can't even really listen to that song anymore. But even if I do sit and listen to it like we just did, I still fucking appreciate that song and the, the, the beat and the lyrics or like the, the vocals. Um, but that one also just like for me was number one because it, ha it it was like a pretty viral song. Like that song had an impact 
like globally, right? Because Bad Bunny was probably like, I think he was like the number one streamed artist on Spotify. I don't know if it was last year or the year before, or whatever, but that song, the beat, you've probably heard it like on TikTok or Instagram. I only know oh. because I feel like Yvette sent me videos or I've seen videos with that beat just playing, like, you know, if it's like a, a, I just picture like a view or like some kind of epic, you know, sort of scene with that um beat but even though it's like again played out uh, it's it's i still think you know my number two song is better than this one i just had to put that one number one because like for me bad bunny and that song is just like it's like bigger if that makes sense oh yeah i mean i'm the i'm in the same boat with you i did not like him when he first came out (laughs) probably because maybe the way he looked like his gear and (laughs) how he was at first too he came out he when he first came out he was a little Tiny ass sunglasses and like little, yeah, just look like dumb at first. Trying trying to look like a, a a German villain in like an Indiana Jones movie, you know? Like, <laughs> no, I did. I don't know. I I, I definitely judged the book by its cover because when I actually like you yeah. started listening to it, yeah, that's okay. It's pretty good. Not the biggest fan, but uh, yeah, that that song I've heard on TikTok numerous times. Oh, it's a good beat. Yeah. Great beat. Oh yeah, yeah. Don't like how you don't have to tell me if you don't like it. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> no, 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 no. Yeah, that yeah. beat sick. It definitely, uh, uh, definitely a nice vibe of a song. Yes, sir. Yeah, that was, uh, yeah. The, and his uh, that album is actually really good. That there's probably like eight songs on that his album um, that came out uh, in October. That is. Um, that are hella good, and he, he his he's he's always got the best producers, man. He's got tiny, I mean, he's got like all these big Latin producers, and I think Latin producers, in my opinion, are some of the most underrated producers because they've they've had so many songs that are like sampled and and aren't that are like kind of some of them are like Latin trap, and they just have influence from everywhere and then like a lot of soul to it. Yeah. I'll send you a playlist that I. It, of like Latin trap that I made, and it's probably Latin trap in the last like I don't know four or five years. That um, kind of like that song kind of captures the essence of of that vibe of Latin trap that I really like. That was that um, the was that the playlist that you put had in the car when we went up to uh, Eagle Lake? Maybe, maybe I don't remember. Um, okay. <clears throat> yeah, yeah, I mean, send it to me. I definitely. Rocked yeah, it. probably was maybe. No, the one we listened to going up to Eagle Lake was more of like a, um, from if I remember correctly, it was more of a, uh, nar- uh, not narco corridos, um, uh, corridos tumbados. It was like more of a, like Peso Pluma and those types of guys. The there's a, I made a specific Latin trap uh, mix that uh, I had made for my brother for him to kind of be more exposed to Latin Latin hip hop Latin trap rap. Yeah. Um. So I'll send that one to you as well. Oh hell yeah! No, I'm definitely down for that. I love me some good, good old hip hop, any kind of trap. That's yes, sir. But yeah. uh, any last thoughts here, Kyle? Before uh, we sign off, no. Uh, hopefully, you enjoy the the music and definitely appreciate you listening. Yeah, hell yeah! That was that was a lot of fun, man. The time flew there. I think it's been I don't know almost a couple hours more or less and i i lost track of time on that it was it was cool getting lost in the music and and you know appreciating uh cool music that we like 
Oh, absolutely. Um, that was great. Yeah, yep. Yeah. And uh, honorable mentions by um, Jay Rabbit. He's, he was planning to be on this episode, but unfortunately um, couldn't make it due to um, some family matters. Um, his list, and you can hear these songs. You can hear all the songs that we talked about, plus John and Mark's songs on Spotify. Just look up I Am The Podcast Now. Um, 2023 wow. playlist just type that in or we'll, we'll try to link it in the the, the podcast description but john's uh, honorable or honorable mentions of john's songs that did, because he couldn't make it today his favorite songs from 2023 were uh, maniac by macklemore uh, standing next to you by jungkook jungkook uh, <laughs> where you are by john summit um, ETA by New Jeans, Ratatat by Skrillex. I think that's a, like a classic. And then uh, Space Case by Armin van Buren. Armin van Buren. That's his list. But uh, wow. yeah, that, that, I hope you all had fun listening to that and uh, hopefully discovered some cool new music. Or you might think that these guys are fucking weird and listen to some weird ass music. And if, if that's the case, then you have poor taste in music, I would say. And you can get face fucked with a shovel. Yeah. <laughs> uh, stick to your top 40. No, I'm kidding. Loser. I still like top no. 42, man. I, I like it all. Yeah, you got to, man. You can't, you can't do that. It's like food, yeah. man. You just got to enjoy it all. Yeah, exactly. But uh, that concludes the first uh, music, uh, yeah. musical special music special musical jamboree for i am the podcast now the now that's what i call hits uh version (laughs) volume one (laughs) (laughs) um we plan to probably do this more often if not yearly maybe here and there just uh whenever we 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 damn well please i don't know that's what i'm saying don't don't put that pressure schedule on us yeah, and send in requests if you have any. You know what? If you um, have some songs you want us to play next time, somewhere, I don't know, at the end of the next episode, send them to questions at IamThePodcastNow.com. That's yeah, it yeah, for tonight, good. folks. Thank you, Kyle, for your musical genius. You're, you're oh. the music guru. Thank you for your beautiful selection of music as well. Yes, excellent. Exquisite. Exquisite. Well, we wish you all a uh, amazing 2024, and we look forward to talking on the next one. Hey, hey. All Bye. right, peace.
I am the podcast now. <laughs>